Hey there, this is the Block Club Chicago podcast. I'm John Hanson, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Seamus Toomey. Seamus, what's your title around here? You're kind of a big big deal, huh? I am the publisher, John. <laughs> That's good. One of our co-founders. And uh, he, you're often on the podcast, just you're usually talking with Bob Surratt. So I'm glad you you and I get to chat about something. Yes, this is great. Love the podcast. Love being on it. I hope so, because you're my boss. So that's a good thing. Um, So we have had a really non-snowy winter and finally are getting some. And we've had in the can <laughs> a story ready to go. Just peeling behind the curtain. Sometimes news organizations, we're ready, right? We're prepared. And Kaylee Paydar wrote a great story about dibs. We've just been itching to use it for like six weeks. And now it looks like we're going to be able to publish it. And I thought, let's have a podcast to go along with a little bit of the history of dibs, um, and and I know this is, gets people heated. We have voicemails to play to from Chicagoans. James, I don't know if anything divides us more as a city than dibs. I mean, it really is split. Yeah, I was thinking about some of the things that divide us, and I would say this is sort of on par with maybe Cubs versus White Sox. Yeah. I think that's a fair one. I think we could all agree on the Bulls and the Bears and the Hawks. Cubs, White Sox. Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's probably a little bit heavier on the Cubs side, but that's a podcast for a different day. Yeah, for sure. So, Dibs, what do you know about? Oh, and I, I think people understand what we're talking about. But generally speaking, why don't you give people like, what is Dibs really quickly? Dibs is the, I would say, highly controversial <laughs> practice of digging out a spot, presumably in front of your apartment building or your house after a pretty good sized snowstorm. Uh, that's another debate. What's pretty good sized? And then putting some junk there so that when you come back from work or the grocery store or wherever, your parking spot is still there. You put in the sweat equity, people say you should be able to get it as opposed to your neighbor that's just watching you do all the work. And then he comes and takes it when he gets home from work. So dibs and, you know, we get a little bit of everything. I would say the the uh, generic one would be the lawn chair, you know, a cone I think is appropriate. But really, it's I think people get accustomed to putting something out there that they're willing to lose because not everyone agrees. So it becomes junk. It becomes, uh, you know, your old big wheel or it could be a sawhorse and, and a two by four. People one, throw cardboard yeah. boxes out there at some point. I'm like, that's just garbage. Right. And, and it sort of adds to the uh, the legend of it because you're driving up and down the street and it is not even remotely attractive. I mean, yeah, someone may put like a nativity scene out there or something like that. But for the most part, it's just crap. You know, it's like plastic crap that, you know, when Streets and Sand does eventually come and take it away, you, do, you don't even think about it. You actually thank them for, right. for relieving you of a little bit of your junk. It took me about half an hour to dig out the spot. To dibs. This is a garbage can. That's a laundry basket. Or not to dibs. For years, I've been against dibs very vocally. I'm not proud of it. I'm actually kind of ashamed of it. But after spending half an hour shoveling and hurting my back and seeing no other spots available, I just felt like there was no other option. Block Club and before that DNA Info, I mean, you've we've tracked some really interesting things along the years. I mean, there's some great ones. I mean, you know, you got to love a good uh, toilet out there. Um, you know, if someone's got a toilet to spare and this is a good way to get rid of it, that that always is a good laugh. My favorite, I would say, was one of the like, really cold winters a couple of years ago. Some guy soaked a pair of jeans and froze them in sort of the uh, upright position. 
and to the point where he could even stand them up in a spot. So it was like this, you know, this disembodied pair of jeans standing watch over his spot. That was pretty funny. We did a story on that and that was uh, very popular. All right. So, and yeah, you can see the pictures too at blockclubchicago.org. Give us a little history. What do we know about when this really got implemented as kind of a non-official, official, okay policy, you know, embraced maybe isn't the right word, but allowed by the city? Well, you know, we've done the research. Uh, Kaylee did the research and um, Ted Cox from DNA Info uh, did some too. We relied on some of that from uh, about 10 years ago or so. And uh, the consensus really is that this goes back to January 1967, the big blizzard. And we got 23 inches of snow very quickly. The windy city of Chicago is white as well as windy. Battered by a furious winter storm, which dumped two feet of snow across the Midwest. 68 deaths were traced to the blizzard. Ten-foot drifts were a common sight after the 29-hour snowfall, which brought this giant city to a standstill. And it really created, obviously, problems everywhere. Uh, One of them on residential streets where they couldn't plow them, not very easily, it took weeks. And so people had to dig out their cars to try to get somewhere. And people started putting junk there or, you know, statues, anything, chairs, anything that they could do to save their spot that really helped cement it. They didn't necessarily call it dibs back then. And, and this was pretty new to people, but everyone kind of thinks that was sort of the origin story of it. You know, it probably been going on for, for years before then, but this was the one really, it was a, a region wide issue. And, and that was, that sort of kicked it off. It really, I would say uh, took hold then for like the, the next big blizzard in 79, where, you know, people were kind of used to this practice and were getting good at it. So that's when it really probably like firmly cemented itself in our consciousness. But yeah, now, you know, ever since it's almost just like a race to, uh, you know, is this dibs worthy uh, or not? You know, what, what really counts? I mean, obviously blizzards, I think people would say like, okay, now this is probably an okay practice, but you know, if we're being honest, we've seen some light dustings where people yeah. get out there, their, their cones. And you're like, give me a break. Come on. What this is, this doesn't count. We're, we're tougher than this. Aren't we? We are. And yes, if it's a blizzard where you like, remember the year, like 67, 79, 99 snowmageddon and the, the, uh, the 2011, the Super Bowl blizzard a couple years later, we had one recently. I don't know if it was 2020, 2021. It was one of those pandemic years. We had a bad one. Those I totally can at least see the argument, but if that, so what's the, what, what do you think the inch number is? Seamus seven, eight. I feel like it's gotta be high single digits at the very minimum. Right. It feels like we don't even get that much snow anymore. So it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know if our standards have lowered or not, but yeah, I would say five to seven. Well, you know, something, you know, something that hurts your back to shovel. It's a heart attack risk. I think something, you know, that you got to actually put in some work. Um, You know, if you're just like quickly shoveling out the spot and you can do it in 15 minutes or so. Yeah. I don't know, but you got to work at it. Then you can start making the argument that, that that's my spot, you know, stay away or else I'm going to, you know, break your windshield or something. How long are you comfortable after a snowstorm dibs being in place? Cause that's a big debate too. For me, You know, once the street is pretty well plowed and enough people have kind of gone in and out of spots to make a lot of spots now attainable, I'd say, what, 
two days max. That's what I want. You know, and I just want to preface this all. I am very anti-dibs. I'm just trying to give the benefit of the doubt for a couple things. So let's say two days. Does that feel comfortable for you, Seamus? I feel like that's a little low. Um, I mean, you were saying two days after the streets are cleared because uh, usually two days after the storm, I'm, I'm saying by oh, then, after come the on. storm. OK, well, I mean, if you think about it, like they usually knock out the arterials uh, the night of or the next morning, they get to the neighborhood, maybe the next day, the next you know, couple days later, depending on how bad it was, depending on what neighborhood you are in. So I'm going to say from the second the storm ends until like clear your stuff out i'd give it a week a week that's too much huh well i still have my christmas lights up john so you know i'm, I'm not necessarily you know <laughs> well I'm let's let's right let's put on it top out here. of this, these things. i'm notably anti-dibs are what are you excellent question john as a uh, professional journalist i feel like i shouldn't take a, a oh okay a, that's a stance that's on fair. this okay. but no i listen i get it i appreciate the, uh, the effort involved. And, and, and full disclosure, while I do park in front of my house, sometimes I do have an alley and a garage. So I feel like that somewhat disqualifies me from having any really binding opinion uh, on this topic uh, when, you know, I can, I can hide the car there forever and don't have to use the front if I don't have to. But I don't even like when people park in front of my house, like during the summer, it was like, <laughs> come on, you know, that's my spot. Um, See, I, but, I'm so, also in so, a garage. I'm also in a garage. So I feel like, but I, for many years was a street parker in the city. So go on. I cut you off there, Seamus. No. So, yeah. So I get it. Um, I think the problem comes when, um, like you said, when you sort of overstate your welcome and it just, it drags on forever. And when there's just really not enough snow to justify it. Now you're really just reserving a spot, you know, during the winter. So you don't want to see it year round. You know, maybe not, maybe a week's a little bit too long, but I get it. And, you know, from the anti-dibs crowd versus the dibs crowd, like who do you want to get into a fight with? I I, I think I'd rather, you know, stay on the side of the dibs folks. They, they, they seem to have a little bit more passion. Let's uh, hear from a couple Block Club Chicago podcast listeners. Here we go. Hi. I kind of see why dibs is a thing in neighborhoods that have large apartment buildings, uh, limited parking spots. I get it. I lived years ago, 2003, in Jeff Park in a single-family home neighborhood, and I've always wanted to tell this story to someone. I was pregnant during a blizzard. I dug out a spot for my car, dug my car out, and a neighbor who lived across the street must have been watching me do it. He got his car from his SUV from the garage and parked it in front of my house. He left his own car out in front of his house and never dug it out. And he watched me do that and then put his car in my spot. So I think I would dip that in this, if that ever happened in the future. Have never ever been as close to slashing someone's tires as I was at that at that time. I didn't, however. Can we at least agree that if you didn't initially dig it out, it is not okay to put stuff there? Yes, uh, I'm with you on that one. I think that's you're right. That's one of the problems of uh, of being on the anti-dib side is that you're you're trying to play by your rules, and those aren't the rules that other people are playing by. But with this caller, I think she brings up a couple topics. Like first of all, I know pregnant women can do lots of things, but at the very least, you should at least give her the benefit of the doubt on this. Yes, yes. Um, I would, you know, you I should would come say, out and help, especially since yeah, well, she said he was, was watching. That's what I was going to say. If this guy was watching her, he should have come out and helped. You know, if there's people on the block that could use a hand as well, you know, I don't think you should be, you know, snaking the 
the the spot from your from your elderly neighbor or something like that you should actually be out there helping them but yes so i think there's some exclusions to uh, to this where you you should at least be cognizant of like who did the work so right yeah that's a tough one i think she's got uh, a bone to pick there with her neighbor I worked overnights one winter, a really bad winter, I remember, with all the polar vortices. And I would come home to the Ukrainian village, parked on the street, and I'd come home like at 9 a.m. after everyone else is at work. And Seamus, I would come home to blocks of just dining room sets and chairs on the streets. Not a single place to park my car because every spot had been claimed. I think for the people that work the off hours, they get screwed (laughs) because... You come home and there's nowhere to park now because everyone else happened to do it. Well, I mean, this is before, you know, a lot of work from home stuff, but that always made me mad. Can I play one more for you here? Oh, yeah. No, these are great. Hi, my name is Maz. I live in Hermosa in Chicago, and I am 100% anti-Gibbs. They're selfish. They assume that you can own a part of the street that really belongs to everybody. We all pay taxes for that. I wrote a song about Gibbs called Karma Caught Up with the Fish about this woman who, her name is Mrs. Fisher, and we call her the fish, and she put Gibbs out in the street, and next summer she tripped on him and became handicapped, and that's when she gets her parking spot. That's why I hate Gibbs. They're very selfish. Have a good one. Bye. I mean, you hate Gibbs enough you write a song about it. That's some deep hatred. Yeah, I mean, she's rooting for the injury, too, on that one. There's <laughs> yeah. a, there's a lot going on on that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think Dibs people would argue that they're not selfish. I think, <laughs> I think they're well, safe. They, again, if they dug it out, and there's some snow, snowstorms where it takes an hour, an hour and a half to get out your car. Here's my question that I have for you. Did you, in any of your research, or Ted or Kaylee, she mentions, like, you don't own the street. So what is the city's – is there an official policy, like, or is it just – change by mayor what's been the evolution of that yeah i would say it'd be fair to say sort of change by mayor i mean if you know streets and sand they will allow it for a certain amount of time and again um, i you know nowhere in the the bylaws of the city does it say exactly when but you know streets and sand will usually give you a, a week or so before they start telling you hey we're coming by with the with the garbage trucks so you know get your big wheels out but you know it's uh, you know it's Streets and Sand is, you know, run by the mayor. So if the mayor is okay with it, I wouldn't necessarily think he's going to send people out. Mayors over the years have been pretty welcoming to this. Mayor Daly famously used to just not answer when asked about it, but he was, I think it would be fair to say he was pro-dibs. Rahm Emanuel was pro-dibs. He used to call it sweat equity. And I know that the candidates in the last couple elections always get asked about it. And, and some of them, some of them dodge not so artfully. I remember Gary McCarthy said, I didn't think this would be a campaign issue. I better, I better come up with a position on it. <laughs> Mayor Johnson right now, he lives in the Austin neighborhood. And when he was asked about it, he said, I've got a driveway, which is again, you know, he's at least he's, he's coming clean about, you know, like whether his opinion really matters <laughs> on this one, if he's not digging out his own spot, but no, it's officially unofficial. You know, I don't think you could go to the law books and, and make a case uh, either way, except if you get caught slashing somebody's tires, then, you know, which then happens, I, you know, yeah, which happens. And then, then it's kind of up to the, to the judge to see how the judge feels about dibs. A couple of things to wrap up with. Number one, I think you bring up a good point there that 
I think you're out of the dibs debate when you have a garage, right? Like I'm so passionate about this, but I just need to leave this behind. It's not my fight anymore. So I should let other people fight over it. And that's going to give me some peace. Um, Seamus, because it really does bother me. <laughs> I get really right. hated if about If you're this. visiting friends in the city or if you're, you know, if you're going out shopping in the city and, and you can't find a spot, well, you know, that's just sort of tough right. luck. I mean, that's not, it's not your block. <laughs> but one time, and I think I was inspired by a, a woman profiled on DNA Info. I don't know if you remember this. Maybe it was Block Club at the time. You know, the lines get blurred. But me and a couple neighbors, we dug out the whole block. And there were still some cars parked under it after it was like a 15 incher. And we dug a bunch of cars out and we just dug out the entire length of the street. And I know there's been people and organizations that have done that. And ultimately, that's got to be the, the ultimate solution, right? Just why don't you get five or six able-bodied folks that are just gearing? They like the winter. They like a little activity, like a little workout. Just clear the whole street for everybody. Right. And that's a whole other topic when it comes to snow heroes. And we'll probably, depending on the amount of snow uh, we, we see this winter, we'll definitely try to profile some of those. But yes, uh, 100% uh, having people that will come out there and do the work. I've got two guys on my block that are our snow heroes, uh, uh, Carlos and Bill. They both have big snow blowers that uh, they're just dying to use. And so they'll come out and sometimes they'll do everyone's sidewalk. They'll even start doing the roads. So uh, shout out to uh, Bill and Carlos for, uh, for taking, taking care of our block. But yeah, I think that's a great thing. Jamal Coles, my block, my hood, my city, he organizes teams of volunteers to come out and um, dig out elderly folks around Chatham and uh, around those neighborhoods uh, where he lives. So yeah, that's always a great story, but I think we can all probably agree there's there's more dibs people than there are snow heroes in our city, but maybe it'll change uh, along the way. And I guess now by even saying this, I'm going to have to dig out some people so I can <laughs> I can practice what I preach. And we don't quite know where the word comes from, right? I mean, we know dibs is a term, but how it's been applied to snow in Chicago. I know we, uh, was it John Cass first kind of put it in print in the trib? Yeah, I think that I think the uh, the record shows that John Cass, whether he coined it or not, he was the first one to really start, you know, using it in print in, in his column in the Tribune. So he gets he gets credit for for really bringing that. Clearly, it's the official term now. People don't debate what what we call it anymore. So, um, but yes, the the practice has been around since his late at least 1967, like hardcore, and probably you know long before that and in smaller versions of it. But hey, it's a Chicago tradition. Uh, we don't have uh, tons of them, and this is a fun one to debate. It's more fun to me than debating Sox versus Cubs. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. Seamus, uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure, John. Good luck. I'll and- help you dig out your car if you need me to. <laughs> This was the Block Club Chicago podcast. For more, head to blockclubchicago.org. We'll drop another pod on you soon.